Hello, sir. What can we do for you? Hey, yeah, I'm trying to get an estimate on my car. Uh, it's just, it's making a weird sound. Like a more of a like like every time I break it's like it's like one of those like Latino radio stations it's less of a like it's more of like this is Wrench Nation car talk car culture car tips car music all that is car Wrench Nation car talk welcome back you mechanical maniacs I got a question to ask you guys uh, a lot of you understand this I'm not saying it's a dilemma for you or me or anybody, but it could be. Think about this for a minute. You're at the beach. You're hanging out. It's beautiful. You don't want to be disturbed. You're at the Butterfly Sanctuary. That's right, the Butterfly Sanctuary. What do you think about when you're at a Butterfly Sanctuary? Peace, love, and happiness and butterflies. Well, that's the same thing as it goes to your car. Those gauges. Those gauges should be at peace. That temperature gauge, it better be at peace, or else you become disturbed, stressed out, no, 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 troubled, no, 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 no. late for work, oh goodness. When that temperature gauge goes north, people, that's a problem. You can relate, I'm sure. Like I said, at the beach, don't disturb me. My gauge, temperature-wise, don't mess with me. I need to be comfortable in knowing that my gauges are at peace and that's what we're talking about the show topic people how to avoid the disruption the disturbedness you're not at peace that vehicle is a sanctuary come on you guys know that you get away from it all you showered you got ready for school or work and you know when you get in your ride and you crank the tunes yeah, you got to go to work. Some of you ain't happy about going to work. That's all right. We all got to work. But for the most part, your vehicle is that sanctuary. When you're disturbed from this show topic, we're talking about gauge going up. That's a problem. So we have a jam-packed show. We want to undisturb your situation. All of us, we need peace in our life, including that temperature gauge. We are going to cover five ways to completely destroy that engine like now and cover those tips to avoid a coolant system disaster. I'm talking people like Russia. You guys, you remember Russia, Chernobyl? That was a meltdown. Can I tell you this is going to be the pain that you'll feel in your wallet? And most mechanics, they will cry with you. Most mechanics want to give you good news. But we don't want to be behind at Chernobyl. This show is about you. Any of your car care questions? We love you, maniacs. You're going to text car fix one word, 313-131. I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, we want to make sure that you're taken care of. Car fixed is what you're going to text, 313-131, and we'll take care of you. Uh, had a great week in the garage. I want to invite someone very special from the garage. How many of you would like to meet? This special person, every garage, just like a an oven that works properly, turn the knob, temperature works, you cook your food, everybody's happy. Well, we've got Susie's sockets in house with a little bubbles action. 
<laughs> Welcome, Susie. Hey there, Frank. I actually got a little hypnotized there. Susie Sockets, come on. The people want to know. This is disturbing. Who's going to mess with you at the beach? Nobody's going to mess with me at the beach, and I was very serene there. You guys understand. You don't mess with the sanctuary of my vehicle. That means those gauges need to behave. Well, we're going to teach you. Today, class is in session, people. We're going to teach you how to avoid misbehaved gauges like a bunch of bad children. We're going to tame them for you. First off, let's let the people know, Susie, you hold the fort there at the garage, and you help so many people, both our community folks that come in for service, and you keep those mechanics in shape back there. Frank, somebody has to whip them in shape. You got to do that. <laughs> you got to do that. You know, I envision someday, Susie, that we could do like uh, some of our friends in Asia. And I say we do yoga before we start rickety-rackety with the sockets and We such. have the meditation dog, Frank. We have the meditation dog on the magnet. We do. You guys, if you don't know, Desert Car Cure Chandler, we don't give you a business card when you come in, man. We we give you a magnet with a little Zen dog. And what, is, what does the magnet say again? I forget. Uh, the, the mechanics are in tune. Right, right. Cars. So me- mechanics in tune with you and your ride. Well, welcome to the show, Susie Sockets. I hope Sockets is okay. That's the last minute thing we thought of. Thank you, Frankie Knuckles. That was, whoa. <laughs> Frankie Knuckles. Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, we had, um, I'll be honest with you guys, we had some caller questions. You know how we do uh, when we start the show. We, we love playing some of the questions you guys reached out on Nation Nation Facebook. You guys know all day long. And we gave you guys a little bit of a contest. Caught that video on Ranch Nation Facebook. We are giving out, giving away to a lucky winner. It's really simple. And I don't have any background music or what, what do I got? Let's play something. Oh, All right. Oh, that's nice. This is it. People are going to throw you back way back to the 1970s. We got a giveaway. And some of you missed it. You weren't paying attention. See how you are. You were busy with life instead of hanging with Wrench Nation. And we said to you on Facebook a very simple thing. You have a chance. We're going to randomly pick one of you mechanical maniacs to win this wonderful. I got to grab the box. Hang on a minute. Grab that box, Frank. Where is it? All right. It's wrapped in a box. Ooh, that looks nice. I'm serious, people. This is some technology. This would make a great gift for anybody. Maybe you're fighting with your cousin in Iowa. I don't know. This would be a good gift for your cousin. <laughs> Keep the peace, people. This is a Milwaukee M12 compact inflator kit. Now, what does that mean? It is tiny. It is small. It stows away almost like in your glove box. Your tire pressure's low. This Milwaukee compact inflator runs on a battery, and it will air up your tires. So basically, this makes you look really, really good if you're getting a close to a flat and you're stranded in the middle of nowhere. I'm talking about, really look, I, I'm saying, like, really good. You are that individual that shows up on Monday morning in that nice three-piece suit with that sexy dress. You are rocking it. This is what this is. I'm, can I paint that picture? Uh, we're going to give and announce, give this away, this Milwaukee inflator kit to one of you guys. But first, we got to cover automotive news. I was surprised to hear about this one. All right, so you guys have a relationship. I don't care if you bought the vehicle last week. You develop, as soon as you develop a relationship with your vehicle. You do. Absolutely you do. I mean, sometimes you yell at it, you argue with it, you you make up with it, you wax it, you clean it, and it smells right, it doesn't smell right. You name it. Yeah, can't forget the names. That's right. Well, something happened this week that really had me choked up. Ford franchise. 
What happened with Ford? Well, they're saying goodbye to some of the cars. I'm not saying we come to know and love. I'm not going to go that deep. But Ford has said they're going to end, kill, demolish, finish sales of these cars by 2020. Are you ready? Yes. Now, if you own one, don't get nervous. Stuff will be fixed through 3,000, the year 3,000. Don't worry. So here's the cars that are going away. Ford has said, sayonara, you people haven't made us any money. (laughs) Uh, The Ford Focus. What? Going bye-bye. Ford Fiesta. I like the Fiesta. Fiesta's cute. Good on miles per gallon. Nice entry-level car. Ford Fusion. I'd say goodbye to that one. Yeah, goodbye, Fusion. (laughs) You talk about tearjerkers in the garage. If you have a Ford Fusion, it's going to be higher rated. Now, the Ford Taurus is also going away. Mixed mixed emotions about the Ford Taurus. I had a Ford Taurus, and I loved it. She was was a beast, and she was uh, safe. Yeah, I'm saying I know that the corporate executives of Ford are listening right now, maybe. I'm saying keep the Taurus. I like the Taurus. I thought they were getting their act together. Yeah, I thought so, too. I mean, you know, nothing unusual for pattern failures like you wouldn't see with another vehicle. But that is the list thus far. You guys know the truck business, most of you. And if you don't, we'll just state it. The truck business is on fire. We all want trucks. I mean, I'm my nine-year-old. Honey, what kind of car you want? She's not watching hip-hop videos with the Lambos and the Ferraris. She said, Dad, I want an F-150. <laughs> <laughs> the big daddy. Big dad. I want the big <laughs> truck. Good girl. I know. I say but that is the case, people. And I'm seeing that this will be a trend. Let's face it. We have to be profitable. Everybody needs to be profitable. You didn't buy enough of those vehicles, and so uh, they weren't profitable. But also, Susie, I think it speaks to sort of the entry-level market. A lot of these cars were entry-level. Maybe the Ford Taurus wasn't. That'd be a great vehicle for Someone, a lot of sales folks yes. that are traveling. Yes. It's a nice, comfortable Real estate, car. Yeah, but I think I think Uber's got in and in the mix because a lot of these youngsters would look first time ever where car culture. Nah, I don't need to own a vehicle. Right, that's true. Most people are kind of turning yeah. to Uber and Lyft. Lyft. Yes. Why? I don't remove car culture. Now I have another story, people. I think you guys would be interested in, and I'm not sure what state you live in. We've had you guys, you know, on the podcast for sure all over the country. Big contingency, thank you, out in California. You guys rock. How would you like to know at this moment in time if your state is the best or the worst in terms of driving? How do you measure that? Well, that's a good question. There's a lot of internet actions that can be of the hashtag fake news. And I'm just saying, this was pretty good, but I'm just going to, I'm not going to give you all 50 because we'd have a, 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 like an eight hour show here. The best states for driving, Texas, Kansas, Nebraska, Iowa, North Carolina. You guys are doing something right. Now, driving meaning your habits, the amount of fines, getting pulled over, habits, you know, that sort of thing. Congestion. That's a lot. Traffic. Now, do do you want to know where you probably don't want to be driving in? Don't say Arizona, Frank, because I'm a native. No, Arizona was like... California, right? Yeah, California. Yeah, you no doubt. You from California. (laughs) You know you're on the list. (laughs) Uh, Hawaii, people. The beautiful, serene beaches of Hawaii. If you open that orange up, (laughs) there's some hive of activity. (laughs) Hawaii, Washington, Maryland, California, of course, Connecticut, Alaska. Leave Alaskans alone. You can't have traffic up at bad, worst driving in, in Alaska. Who's driving in Alaska? Nobody drives in Alaska. But I what's the common denominator that, that's well, causing that? You guys can find this. This is Wallet Hub. We don't. Uh, we're not 
paid to be endorsed or endorsing the wallet hub. But this is as it relates to congestion, period, and the costs, primarily fuel mileage. And by the way, I, I found a report. You guys want to hear this? Sure. Stop your complaining if you're paying $3 and change for gas. You could be in Canada. Canada. You want to guess what Canada's paying? Oh, no. Eight dollars. That's a lot. Dan Faber, if you're listening, we got Dan. He's a trucker on the border of uh, Michigan, Canada. He loves the show. We love you back. Dan, don't get into Canada, man. It's eight bucks. A g- <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's eight dollars, eh? Yeah. So that's your news, people. Uh, we are going to line this show up here really about empowering you. And I was serious, people. Don't be disturbed by a temperature gauge. What could ultimately cost you an entire college semester or two from an engine failure? Stay tuned. We reveal these coolant system tips to keep your engine happy. Stay tuned. Running a garage can be challenging, but we want to reduce the challenges, and we really don't need any rechecks or poor productivity in the back shop, and certainly not being able to take care of our customers. I'm Frank with Wrench Nation. I'm here to talk to you about Monroe Shocks and Struts. When it comes to performance of struts, as it relates to suspension, we go with Monroe. High quality, value product, reduces comebacks, and gives our customers what they deserve. Quicker, safer, easier, the complete Monroe strut assembly is a win for productivity in our garage. Available for most popular passenger cars, light trucks, and SUV applications. A lot more productivity can happen in our garage while we're serving our customers, giving them the quality they deserve with a quick strut assembly by Monroe. Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Well, all right. Welcome back, you mechanical maniacs. Frank here with your Wrench Nation. Of course, we've got the Susie Sockets in-house. And Bree keeping it under control, the wheels of knobs, not the wheels of steel. She's keeping everything balanced up here. I'm keeping here. the wheels on this bus of Yes, Nation. it is. And Thank if you're you. coming back, you're asking yourself, what? Okay, great. What, you disturbed me today on the radio? Well, I'm going to tell you what. You want to be disturbed? Overheat that engine. Ugh. It's not a pretty scene, people. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we've got the great JB... The wiser advisor, Bolt-On Technology, on the phone. What is happening, JB? Yo, man, Frank, how you doing? Hi, Susie Sockets. Hey, JB. Now, JB, you challenge us all the time, and lately, I think the folks have been challenged, because they said a long time ago, they said, Frank, don't give me easy stuff. (laughs) So we do have a Steelman Pro. I want to just set the record real quick. We have a Steelman Pro LED light. Yes, we do. People are liking that. So I got another one. We got some good friends of the show. Yes. So, JB, what is your challenge question for the people? Well, it's related to today's subject, and it's a true and false question. And the question is, the main purpose of your car's thermostat is to maintain the engine's minimum operating temperature. So what we're saying here is its job is to get the engine to the minimum temperature that it should run at, true or false. All right. There was a little delay. We're all taking a deep breath. That was a good question. It's deep. I uh, felt a candle light right there, JB. (laughs) (laughs) So repeat the question for you, people. True or false? 
The main purpose of the car's thermostat is to maintain the engine's minimum operating temperature. True or false? All right, that's true or false. If you guys think you got it, I got a Steelman Pro, 480-655-8870. If you caught this on the replay, shame on you. You need to listen live for all the fancy giveaways. (laughs) (laughs) Now, behind the scenes earlier today, Frank had brought up something really cool about this Steelman Pro. So I just kind of want to peel back the curtain a little bit. All right, JB. Happened. Let me right. t- JB, we're talking about this giveaway. You asked the, the thermostat question, true or false. We have a story to share about the Steelman Pro. Well, I dropped the Steelman Pro unknowingly as I was getting in my truck. I oh. ran over unknowingly while it in its case, the Steelman Pro. Now, I didn't know. Now, I'll be honest with you. I thought about the Steelman Pro when I arrived here at the studios and said, oh, um, and I thought it was weird. So Susie Sockets, what did you came in? So what happens is Jeff from the shop brings it in and he says, I think Frank dropped this and then ran over it. And good thing I came afterwards. So I was able to bring it to the shop. And man, it is called a steel man for a reason. Well, I tell you, this is uh, what would be a limited edition run over by an F-150 Steelman Pro to you crazy maniacs. That's it tough. And it still works. It still works. I'd like to touch upon this thermostat because um, a lot of people typically will start off with, when they have an overheat issue, it seems like a lot of folks are kind of stuck in that. Well, that's my thermostat. Everybody knows, for the most part, thermostat regulates, right? Uh, JB, dive in a little bit. Explain to the people the thermostat. Well, one of the biggest things is just make sure that your coolant's topped off all the time. And the reason for that is the thermostat usually sits at a spot that can be, well, sometimes it's at the bottom, but many times it's at the high part of the engine. And as the thermostat gets dry, if the fluid level's a little too low in your cooling system, it could run up there a little um, out of that fluid and cause it to actually start to break down and cause the engine to overheat and things of like that. So, all right, and just so you know, people, come on. You know, you're not supposed to be topping off coolant. You can top off your washer fluid. That's cool. That is something you're using. JB said to maintain it, first step, keep coolant at a at the optimal level. Check your owner's manual. Now, if you're topping off coolant, people, you got a coolant leak. That would, as, as JB said, cause problems, overheating, thermostat, that sort of thing. And I have another thing to say about this thermostat, and this is evil, people. Your engine can be evil. Can you believe that? It can be evil. It can be evil. And I'll tell you how evil it is regarding this thermostat. If you have a coolant leak, JB, the temperature sensor in most occasions that sort of tells the gauge how hot or cold the engine is, doesn't do very well reading vapor. Yes, vapor. And a lot of you yeah. have, now, the symptom. The symptom is... Well, Frank, the gauge is kind of like waving. It's woof, up, woof, <laughs> down, woof, up. It doesn't seem to want to hang out anywhere. It shakes. It's struggling to, you know, that sensor. It's confused. Yeah, it's confused, yep. and it's it's struggling. It's like, man, I need to be in liquid so I can truly tell you how well that temperature is. So if it's reading vapor because you have coolant leak running low, that's a problem. JB, I, can we have JB hold? I think we have another caller. JB, hang out, because we got lots to rap about. The people want you, by the way. You know that. Hey, let me... man. I'll be right here. All right. We got Lisa. Lisa's calling in. Lisa, welcome to the show, Lisa. Hello, Susie Socket. I may look at times like a Susie Socket, <laughs> but I... Lisa, where are you calling from, girl? Houston, Texas. Houston? Oh, God. Is it human out there yet? 
Yeah, actually, it was a nice 90 degrees today and probably about the 70% humidity. Oh, man, that's not good. We, we got lots to be grateful here in the desert. It is. It is what it is. All right. Now, listen, Lisa, you called for reasons. You, you weren't about interrupting your lifestyle, your day, or your general go-abouts. You wanted to contribute in a very good way to the show because the people are listening. Lisa, you're in the Cadillac business, correct? Let's paint the picture. I am. All right. What do you do for Cadillac? Uh, I'm specifically detailed to a dealership here in Houston, I am Lunar Fleet and Concierge Manager and Technology Manager for the dealership. Look, we all got fancy titles. I know. Look at, like, we got... I, cre- I right. created mine. You oh, are. good job. Well, Lisa, you had called in because you can make your way around a vehicle quite well, and we respect that. You want to say something possibly wasn't covered. Lisa, tell the people what you're seeing that could be very simple that they can do or check to make them vehicular rock stars go ahead lisa as far as what today's topic is yeah i mean we sent you show notes last year what's wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) lisa we're talking about overheaters i know the humidity is rough on you out there but come on now stay with us here my brain's fried my brain's fried okay so when it comes to overheating a vehicle and i'm not going to stick to cadillac only but because i do work on older vehicles, uh, anything from 1972 on up. But the common thing that I think are, are, if you don't maintain your vehicle as far as doing proper maintenance. A lot of our folks listening right now, they went to a car wash or they went to the oil change joint or they went here and they went here, and everybody's saying, flushity, flush, 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 and these people are just blindsided. Some people have vision problems after that. How often, let's talk Cadillac because that's the world you're in. How often with a Cadillac should I flush my coolant or exchange the coolant? 50,000. 50,000 miles. Susie, we see that in the garage. We see that a lot, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's teeth cleaning. We keep it simple. Yep. Uh, It's proactive. It's uh, preventative maintenance. And I'm sorry if you live in North Dakota and it's still snowing, you cannot relate at all to the show. (laughs) I get you. So how else do you maintain your coolant system? Because that's a whole system, right? It's not just one thing that you have to maintain. Yeah. So you'd agree yeah. whether it's a Cadillac, a Hyundai, a Kia, or some of these uh, cars that won't be on the, they're on the endangered list for Ford. The rubber to the coolant system, as far as the radiator hoses, that's mm-hmm. serious business. Oh, yeah. They can dry rot just like a tire does. Dry rot, it's like much... peanut brittle, people. You know, you there's. You know, it's just like, it's not one thing, it's, it's a group of things. It's a team that facilitates keeping your engine cool. That's you a good to... way. If you saw somebody like the world-famous Lisa at Cadillac, you'd set them straight, <laughs> and the idea is preventative maintenance. We cannot preach. If you fail here, it will cost you an engine. Lisa, you are a rock star. Thank you so much. We appreciate you are You've been ordered by Ranch Nation Familia to call in more often, period. Thank you, Lisa. Well, I get... Hey, I got a question. So well, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go, Lisa. I'm sorry. Bye. We'll catch you. Bye. All right. I hate to do that. I think we should get rid of the clock. You guys stay tuned. We're talking coolant system tips. Make your neighbors jealous. We're going to give you all kinds of stuff. And listen, if you caught this on the replay, we're not forgetting about you. You're, a lot of you guys listen to the podcast. We upload every weekend. And uh, perhaps you're catching this on another station. Text car fixed 313. 131 and we're here for you it really is i mean we always talk about the show's therapy but it really is our goal to help as many people with their car care you guys don't want to be 
left out in the cold, and that's why you hang out with Wrench Nation. JB, let's bring you back in, buddy. Hey, man. Yeah, so uh, we got some answers cooking on the true or false thing. Let's repeat the question before we dive into some more coolant system tips, please. Okay. The main purpose of your car's thermostat is to maintain the engine's minimum operating temperature, true or false. Ah. What is the correct answer? The correct answer is true. Oh, Oh. daddy. I don't have a wing, win, winny, win. The bell button is not working, but true. We're going to give this out to Mark. Mark, you rock. Get ready, because we always have the giveaways, and no matter what, we we really appreciate your participation. You guys are family, so thank you for that. Mark, you rock. You have yourself a F-150 bulletproof Steelman Pro run over by... Tested. Yeah. So, JB, hang with us. We're going to continue through this segment. We're going to bounce around here. We talked about the thermostat. I think we've established, just to quickly recap, this is serious business, because... You cannot see a thermostat, right? So I think the coolant flush we established, and a win for consumers is we have longer levels, uh, longer life, if you will, for coolant. But it's fair to say with a severe duty application, most of you driving, stop and go, stop and go, freeway, city, nobody's driving in a perfect scenario, 50,000 miles is a safe bet. Before the summer comes around, your springtime uh, sort of annual if you're at 50,000 or let's say your second trip at 100K, be safe, flush the coolant, and I tell you what, I recommend at that time replace the thermostat. JB, talk about why we would, why do I replace the thermostat? Well, the thermostat basically is a mechanical uh, valve that takes temperature, and when the temperature goes up, it starts to open up and allows cooler water, cooler coolant to come out of the radiator and enter the engine. And what it does is it opens and closes. It's monitoring the engine temperature. Just like the question, gasoline engines want to get to a very basic temperature where they're going to run really happily. And the thermostat's job is to get them up there. And it does that by opening and closing, just like your thermostat in a house uh, turns the AC on and off just to try to maintain a certain temperature. This does the same thing. Yeah, and think of barnyard doors, open and close, open and close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think and about it does that. It for yeah. thousands of miles, it's pretty incredible when you think about it. It does. So let's be safe. I, I would rather you got you take away that we are truly going to be proactive. We don't need to spend six thousand, eight thousand on a blown motor. Ten thousand. God, these new motors can be very expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you're a do-it-yourselfer, it's going to still cost you thousands, right? I will tell you, on the lines of a thermostat, many of you go and get a code pull. We won't beat that up too much. It's kind of a, a basic step. If you are or have a history of overheating, you may find a PO217, and that's typically 240 to 250 degrees. An engine is happy in that 218 to 225-ish, 228-ish, Right? It's fair to say mm-hmm. if you get to 240, 250, that's a problem. That could be that three-quarters to H on the gauge. Or worse yet, on some of these vehicles, there's no gauge as a light. I mean, that's old school, and we just, we don't like those. Don't mm-hmm. tell me a light when I'm dying. Let me know that I'm on my way to dying. Give me a gauge. <laughs> <laughs> right? I Wouldn't you agree? Light. Yeah, I need a, war- I well, need a warning light. gauge oh. more. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, we're going to move on. Water pump. A lot of you have experienced... You get in in the morning, and you hear what seems like your engine singing a bad song. It is growling at you. It's sort of a hum. What kind of a hum? 
A hum. Mm. As in your water pump slowly singing its death song. And that is specifically a water pump bearing people. Oh. JB water pumps have bearings. They turn, 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 turn. Yeah, they're turning all the time that the engine's running, even if you're sitting still. So that bearing in there is lubricated by the coolant that you have in the engine. And over time, if that doesn't get enough lubricant in there, it's going to start to wear out and make grinding noises and things of that sort like you're talking about. Yeah, and I you know, I think it's okay. Listen, items in your car from day one are designed just like us human beings. We start ticking down. I know that sounds so depressing. It's like, gosh, Frank, thank you. But that's the fact. So when you're at best get into your car and you notice a noise and it's front of engine, not always only, but in this case, that water pump can growl and it, it'll sound uh, like a growl, whatever that, I don't have any effects for that. My point is pay attention to that. The second part of that water pump, it is critical front of the engine in most occasions. Some engines, uh, water pumps like to live in a different area, uh, but they are circulating and they can leak. And here's the coolant. Front of the engine, whether it's transverse or a wheel-wheel drive set up on a V8 for a Chevy, you see a little drip in the front of the engine. It's a good chance that water pump is leaking. Not always, but just know about that. Um, so water pump is very crucial. Now, you may be asking yourself, well, great, Frank, when should I replace it when I'm going to stay proactive? Well, certainly when you replace a timing belt. Now, why is this? You've heard of the timing belt. Most of you may have really heard about it because they can get expensive if you're in there doing a timing belt you want to replace it as an assembly with the timing belt driven water pump Susie, that water pump is driven by the timing belt it is and you know what and anytime you have a that issue it is definitely a timing belt with water pump going back to the coolant issue i get a lot of customers that say you know what i'm leaking and i'm overheating so i keep pouring water it's okay if you're stuck in the desert do what you got to do but as a regular method, and please, people, we know how it is. We don't have any money trees. We get it. Well, Frank, I know I'm not supposed to be doing it, but I can't get in the garage. The stuff's going to cost me money. I can tell you from personal experience, it costs a lot more money when your water pump goes out on your old Toyota Tacoma, the thing that you absolutely adore and love and you think is going to take you to 300,000 miles. It happens. It's like, you know, waterfalls in Hawaii that are pouring coolant. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Seriously, people, you can top off your coolant. Just know that it it is temporary, you know, until you can get to that next base. But, boy, that can get away from you. Facebook, Mike Jenkins, he had uh, contributed as well. We love it when you guys contribute. He said to check the coolant pressure cap the radiator cap the, the overflow cap. bottle cap uh, yeah. jb i mean i think this is like a forgotten item that little cap no you know yeah we, and it's pretty cheap too cheap is that wrench nation yeah. approved cheap <laughs> i don't know frank that's a that's an important piece to the but car. you make it's good sense insurance. it's cheap insurance yeah. yeah that's true yeah yeah because you know what the cap does the cap actually allows us to drive the coolant to a higher temperature by putting pressure on it just like when you're um uh doing canning at home and many people probably don't remember what that is but we can lock wait a minute you guys don't can like we do (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you don't i don't know i'm not going to go there man because it can get ugly real fast anyway (laughs) we keep pressure and we can raise the boiling point of the water you know water boils generally at 212 degrees 
But as we put coolant in there and mix it up a 50-50 mix, we can boost that up a few more degrees. But then when you put it under pressure, just like you said earlier, the engines can get up to 240, 250 degrees, and that water's not boiling at that point because it's under pressure. So pressure, it's all about pressure. We got a text uh, came in. When do you replace the coolant cap is the question. Well, I would say do it during your 50,000-mile flush. I would, and if you live here in Arizona, you Phoenicians listening right now, I'm saying every spring you're going to shake that car down and really take your time and inspect it. We talk about vehicles that can successfully get to 300,000-mile-plus without breaking your favorite piggy bank, and that is being proactive. People, all it takes is a little springtime. I'm going to check my radiator cap, my radiator hoses. We talked about water pump. Thermostat for good measure, right, every 50K. JB, we so appreciate your challenge question, you maniac. Thank you. JB with Bolt-On, uh, the wiser advisor. Always appreciate him coming in. Thank you, in. JB. Yeah. You're you guys. Uh, Thank you, Frank. Yes, sir. We appreciate you. Now, I've got uh, something coming up next segment for you people. And, of course, we've got the uh, Facebook announcement. You emailed us to qualify for this Milwaukee and compact inflator kit. We're going to get to that. And you don't have a coolant leak. You don't see it on the driveway. It overheats. That's a problem we're going to talk about. Coolant leaks and coolant seeps. The more frustrating things can happen is Dodge Charger that comes in with a cooling fan that's not working. I'm Frank with Wrench Nation. Let's get under the hood and take a peek. All right, so the Dodge Charger comes in. It's got an overheat on the temp gauge. you got some coolant that's all over the inner lining here. You can see the stainage. What happens is the passenger side blade on that cooling fan assembly comes apart. It grenades, goes right through the radiator, and cause a massive failure to the engine. If we can catch it before there's catastrophic engine damage, we'll replace it with a cooling fan assembly. We really recommend a dormant line of products. The cooling fans on these guys are really durable. They're built and tested to OEM spec. Uh, the other thing that we like, we don't have time to mess around with connectors that are not going to fit properly. And we've got connectors uh, from the Dorman line of assemblies that fit the first time, plug and play, good to go. For a complete line of fan products from Dorman, visit the Parts Authority. Check for a location near you. Nothing can catch her, nothing can touch my this is Wrench Nation, car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Well, rock on. Welcome back, you guys. Uh, Frank here, Wrench Nation, with uh, Susie Sockets. Susie, you rock. And Bree keeping us nice and smooth on the board. We appreciate you guys rejoining us. Now, you know, I got to announce this. You went on to Facebook. We challenged you. You gave us that inf- that mysterious. Every When you ask for emails, people are like, what are you on my email for? Well, because I got a really good giveaway, you maniac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have the Milwaukee M12 Compact Inflator. This thing is awesome. You can fill up your tires. It's got a digital display. It's portable. It's got a powered little battery. You can take this. I mean, if you're at the lake and you got a problem, you can take it. I want to thank many of you on Facebook Boy, a list of names, I I just can't go through them all, but just know we appreciate your participation, and I think we are ready to randomly pick our winner on Facebook's uh, Milwaukee Giveaway. As you're waiting patiently, we have a winner. Facebook Milwaukee Compact Inflator Kit, people, goes to Ralph G. U. 
are the winner. People, yeah. Rob Woo. G., you can pick up your prize location, Desert Carcu Chandler, down on Chandler and Dobson. We welcome you. We'll save this in a nice box. We'll make sure nobody touches this. Or rolls over it or runs over it. I won't run over it, I promise. So, all right, we're talking about those uh, coolant system disasters to avoid. We mentioned thermostat, water pump. You're going to pay attention. If you're doing a timing belt, it is wise to do that water pump. Then, uh, coolant system maintenance. You know, 50,000 miles, people, is a safe bet to service the coolant. You're going to take all the old coolant out. Rubber radiator hoses, we want to look at that as well. Make sure the rubber is not hard and brittle or bloated. Bloated. That is the word of the day on Wrench Nation. Bloated. 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 That's all Zen. Bloated. <laughs> we got, uh, what do we got? Greg Buckley. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. Oh, yes. Greg Buckley, what is happening, buddy? Not much, my guys. What's going on? We really enjoy having you on because uh, once in a while we interrupt your evening time out there in the Wilmington, Delaware, Delaware, Buckley's Auto Care. That's <laughs> always a pleasure, man. Yeah, What's no that? doubt. I was going to say, before we broke away, we did talk about something that's really mysterious for all of us, the service professionals, as well as the individual driving the car, and it's this. My car is overheating, but I don't see any leaks. The system is low. Always the tricky one. It is. I think we can start with something. Mystery. Well, well, the first thing is, is when you're overheating like that and you're watching your temperature gauge, some cases you can see your temperature gauge kind of like bounce a little bit. You know, it's not staying steady. And then if you're, and you can't find what's going on now, you know, a leak is going to happen externally or it's going to happen internally. All right. So those leaks externally, one of the things I have a problem and it, I hate the word problem, but it is a face it. People come in, Frank, you're giving me a problem. You're telling me I have a coolant leak. I don't see anything on the ground. <laughs> and we, you know, we would say that, okay, well, we've pressure tested. We don't, we, this ain't fake news auto here. <laughs> Everything is tested. And we pressure tested and we defined a coolant leak, which uh, essentially could start as a seep, right? Mm-hmm. You may not see it mm-hmm. pouring out. Yeah. And yeah. it may be hanging out on the top side of the tranny like it's a reservoir, like a little uh, your favorite local lake is just coolant hanging mm-hmm. out on the top of the transmission. That could be a problem. Uh, it certainly can. You know, there's in today's vehicles, now you got to think also, if you can't, if you see on top of the transmission, you could have an external, the gasket is leaking externally, uh, the head gasket might oh, be. Oh, gosh. On the make that's and model. A, I know. You that's said head, head gasket. Not head gasket. Head gasket. Oh, head gosh. Gasket. Many people. I thought you, that was the thing that gave you the headache. The head gasket. No, man. Exactly, that, it is. That's right, Susie. It gives you a headache. It's major. Head gasket is always going to give you a headache. Yeah, it will give you a headache. It, it, it'll make it. It's just a, that's a problem, yeah. people. Watch out. Yeah. But that's what and, we're talking and, about. We want to avoid a head gasket situation. I think you're saying. The Toyotas had sort of, I think there was a service bulletin, possibly a recall. Toyota 4Runners were that cylinder head gasket. Poor design. Yeah. Folks would come in and, I've got this pinky, reddy-looking fluid, like stains. It looked like the inside of a cave. It had, like, stalactites. <laughs> and that was a problem for those external yeah. leaking cylinder head gaskets. Uh, real quick, we got about 30 seconds. Talk to us about uh-huh. that heater core. That heater core lives inside the dash. 
By the right. passenger side it, in most occasions. Exactly. And what you want to look at real quick now, you, if, if you smell like a honey or a sweet kind of odor coming out of your ventilation system. It's not then, your wife's perfume is what you're saying. It's not perfume. <laughs> no, no. It's, it could be very hazardous to your health. If you have asthma, it could cause pneumonia. You're smelling coolant, radiator coolant. Um, you know, and if you, if you smell it, look down at the bottom of the carpet up near the firewall, see if it's damp and any leaks that are coming out. Because that could be an indication that the heater core it has ruptured and you're spilling coolant out there as well. Another good indicator of a head, of, of a, we go back to head gasket. Look, if you see tailpipe emissions that are thicker than water vapor, then you may have an issue with the head gasket. Yeah, no doubt. All right, one last thing. I think it's important. Out. People want to know, mm-hmm. I got a head gasket. Can I use that? Mechanic in a bottle to no, seal it up. No, 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 no. Don't even think about that stuff, please. Why? Look, because it's going to gunk everything up. It's going to make things worse. It's going to clog your radiator. It'll clog the heater core. It'll just make it uh, one heck of a problem. And so that's not a long term. Like if I'm stranded between here and California. And the things over, I may try that, but you're saying get it out of there. If you're keeping your car and ain't going to the junkyard, that stuff is really not good. That's not the right stuff to use. All right. Well, we always appreciate you hanging. Uh, Please, people, check out Greg Buckley, Buckley's Auto Care, a wholesome, I mean, gosh, you guys have been in business since 19 what? 1966. A wholesome family, community-minded business, Buckley's Auto. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate you. You're welcome, guy. All right, Frank. Susie, please meet you. Take Thank care you, Buckley. Now. Yeah. All right. I always love Greg Buckley coming on. He's got a lot to say, and I know we interrupt his evening time. He's we did. sitting reading his newspaper, having tea and biscuits. All right. If you guys want to know, we have some weird uh, automotive news. We try to bring you some of the hootenannies, the odd and the really odd. Hey, you guys have heard about the North Korea. Man, we may have, like, some really good news coming out of North Korea in terms of a peaceful agreement. We don't know. But what we do know that is slightly odd and on the side of extremely weird is Kim Jong-un does not like to travel by air. No. No. I did not know that. He travels in a limousine, and it that limousine has a specially made toilet for Mr. Kim (laughs) Jong-un. (laughs) <laughs> and that, uh, you know, if you're kind of in his posse, uh, the Kim Jong-un North Korea posse, just know he has a toilet in his limousine. Does I'm it just, come stock or do you have I'm to I'm just order? saying it's pretty fancy. That is fancy. That is some of your weird automotive news, and we hope for peace, seriously, uh, in that region, no doubt. It's time to get with the program, people. That's your weird automotive news. Uh, man, we so appreciate this show goes so by so fast. Great show, Frank. Great I appreciate show. you. Susie Sockets, uh, you'll be on again. Can we have you on next week? Absolutely. Love you, our listeners. Yeah, I will do. be back. You, you, and, Bree, you're keeping the board square. We, we love you for that. Hey, you guys can get on a Ranch Nation Facebook, man. We communicate with you. We want to know about your car problems. Or, hey, if you can contribute. Uh, also, if you catch us on the replay, text car fix 313-131. And as I say every week, man, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. John's Refrigeration and Train. Installation partners for all train air conditioning systems or trade-ins. Offers vary by equipment. Complete program eligibility. Qualifying systems, dates, details, and restrictions at justcalljohns.com. It's hard to stop a train.